Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the season premiere of Wrestling and Whatever Season 4. Yes, 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 yes. Ooh, ah. Do you guys like my impersonation of Charlotte Flair in the beginning there? <laughs> yeah, my Ooh, God, that freaking interview she did oh. this past Monday night. I was it's like, horrible. somebody get that fucking Karen off the screen. God damn Please. <laughs> So guys, uh, so much better. Yeah, I love her. Her mom. She look. was she was good on the WrestleManias. She interfering ran all with over. Them with the host. I thought yeah. that was funny. Entertaining. So everybody, uh, everyone that's listening, this is season four of our new season, uh, our premiere, uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> now we're 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 bringing it back. Season four, we got a new look, new us. Uh, same shitty attitude. Um, we are going to talk about WrestleMania one, uh, yeah, not WrestleMania one, WrestleMania <laughs> night one, uh, in the uh, for the first episode, and then following up, you guys will be able to get a part due episode of night two from us as well. Yeah, what we're going to plan on doing, if we want to peel back that curtain a little bit, as we love to here on wrestling and whatever, we're going to record both our reactions uh, for night one and night two tonight uh as we're recording but we'll release them uh synonymously one day after the other after our uh wonderful production host uh jay glow hammers out them them episodes and gets them all edited right and we'll throw them one after another not one not two and you guys will get to hear three white man's uh opinions on the wrestling business today and only yeah. two out of the three of us have ever been in a wrestling ring you guys can guess who but you'll never know it was me and Mikey. God damn it. It damn. was supposed to be a hint. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Mike uh, or Ben, take it away, boys. Well, Ben, why don't you give us a start here? I think you were nice enough to bring up a list, and we could go through the whole card, and then we could touch notes on what we thought were, were good matches. We can kind of highlight them a little bit better you know, as, as we go. Well, why don't we totally jump right into that world title match, you know, right off the bat, night one. Wasn't that the first match? That was, that was the it? first match. Now, isn't that strange? Okay. But um, before, there was a match right before that, and it was called Rain Delay. What did you think of that? <laughs> oh, yeah, the Rain Delay. Listen, now, to, to just kind of get into it a little bit from a production side, a mass communications major uh, that I am, uh, I had a certain person, like, texting me like telling me like oh you know the quality sounds shitty and everything's popping mics are going crazy and i had to kind of explain to him like listen they jumped on their freaking toes to change things around this is the first time we've ever had a pandemic and then on top of that we're coming back to a live audience and now mother nature's not playing nice so they handled that, that just like she was on a rag they handled that like like any major sports uh competition would like you know what i mean like if you're watching mlb or i don't know if they have basketball outside in the streets i don't know how they do basketball but um you know everything for them being an open arena they couldn't close it correct jay glow right that wasn't that's raymond jay stadium that's not a like one that like is a convertible like i've seen other stadiums do no that's the uh the stadium for the tampa bay bucks and they uh i believe they had some sort of closure there but what they had um if you guys notice if you saw like the the uh, roof of the place Mm -hmm. they had nets over it oh that's really interesting and the nets were collecting water i was following a couple people that were at the event 
and mm-hmm. uh, they <laughs> took a picture up top, oh. and it was of a massive water bottle. Oh, that no. They said, if that bursts, this is going to be a flash dance type of WrestleMania. Now, that's funny because that rain eventually played a little bit apart into a few wrestlers' entrances and the ropes are kind of wet. So it was interesting to see them jump on that. But, I mean, all in all, I thought it was help. Pretty good. They threw some interviews in, kind of reminded me of like old school WrestleMania when they used to do those interviews. Um, usually like what WWE likes to do, from my understanding is it's usually always matched. They don't do any of those interview type things during a pay-per-view, especially something like that big spectacle. They wouldn't go back to a, uh, they used to, they'd go back to like, you know, throw backstage to somebody, but I don't know. I just, I thought, I thought it flowed well, no pun intended. What do you think, Ben? I just never seen anything like that in wrestling. I've never seen them postpone or WrestleMania is not on. Like we go, we're waiting, fans. Fucking here we come, wrestling. No, you're not. Fuck that. (laughs) Like well, the wrestling. It's the only reason they did that, Ben, was because I think they were experiencing lightning too. They could still, they could have still did that with rain. But when that lightning starts touching grounds, it becomes a safety hazard for the people that are in attendance, and they just want to make sure everybody's safe. So, that's a good job. You know, it's it's cool. It is awesome. I, I love. I know it sucks, but I really love the era we're living in right now, and and seeing how different places kind of combat everything, like how AEW is doing that with their live shows, and how they slowly got people in, and how WWE is doing that with that thunder. I know it looks gimmicky as hell, and it's staging and all the shit, but. Man, we live in an era where technology, we don't have to be there. And we can still experience it. And I think that's pretty cool. I think that's cool. I so agree. It's very interesting to kick off WrestleMania that way. <laughs> they wanted to make you wait for it, Ben. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm still trying uh, to understand that one. <laughs> and then they threw us into the first match. Do you want yeah. to talk a little bit about that, Ben? Oh, boy. I'll tell you. It was okay match. My favorite thing was that Bobby Lashley retained that title. That was yes. fantastic. That's so, this so good. Was Drew McIntyre uh, going up against Bobby Lashley, who had the title, and yeah. he was defending his title against uh, Mr. Drew McIntyre. And I tell you, that match was was there. I'm happy the person who won won. I know that sounds uh, kind of weird because you'd think that Drew McIntyre should have got his his win in front of a crowd at least. I really but. thought so, but you that just tells I think the company's like like fought, soured on him. They would have put the belt on him if they had any like idea that he was still a major player. Yeah. For well, that Bobby Lashley that hurt business we were talking the hurt lock. I mean, they were they were building so much mo- momentum with that and I think they're uh, trying to do that with him still. I don't know though. I just don't understand the killing of the hurt business, but now I'm thinking it was only a vehicle to get Bobby Lashley over. It wasn't really even they didn't care about the hurt business. They wanted Lashley to be like looked at as a major, major star. I think he's gonna have that title for a minute. Wow. Yeah. What did you think about Jay Glow? I thought I was shocked that he won it, to be honest. Uh I couldn't believe that they wouldn't give that to Drew after last year after he won it and he beat Brock <laughs> Lesnar. And I don't. I was. I was honestly shocked, though. But I mean, I get it. You got to go with the hot hand right now, and like you guys just said, I think it's gonna only elevate Bobby more because I feel like when he comes outside or when he comes out from his entrance, it's crazy. It's absolutely fantastic. Like how he that whole gold golden lightning mm-hmm. effect that comes out. It looks absolutely amazing. 
he's on like that he's got everything you could possibly have to have a major world championship run and everyone believes him as a major world champion he has that mma background he's been to impact before and he's won the world championship what was he called there the destroyer right wasn't he? yes or the destroyer. destroyer like lashley has the credentials and he now has the wwe championship and a stranglehold with MVP as like his mouthpiece, I love it. I I'm all for Bobby Lashley being the champion right now. I like the idea, guys. And I agree. I, I hate to say this, but I'm ah, uh, I don't think you're gonna believe me, man. I like MVP maybe slightly more than I like Paul Heyman. Oh wow, wow, oh, wow. He's a new yeah. age contemporary Heyman. I love the cane. Definitely. I love the whole look. I, he's gimmick, like a, yeah. he's like in the ear. He's like you know he's not saying much, but he's in the ear yep. constantly of Lashley. Someone said on the pre-show, they said they love MVP. He's got to be like the mouthpiece of the year or something. I think it was that guy, the bald guy that's like... Uh, oh, Rosenberg or something. Yeah, yeah. He was talking like praising MVP. And we can't... Like, it all started with MVP just getting a fucking backstage deal and parlaying mm-hmm. into the... I missed the Hurt business, but fuck, I, like I said, I don't think we're going to get him back. Man, do you guys think that Bobby Lashley succeeds without him? Well, if I may answer first, Ben, I think they're probably going to throw, like, you know, maybe to get uh, MVP, like, back into production or, like, you know, helping other guys. They might have that breakup of those two. Because, unfortunately, MVP isn't like Paul Heyman the Brock Lesnar. I feel like Bobby Lashley is going to think he can go a step further and then he can take on MVP and maybe – Give MVP a title run. You know, I not really, a run, but like, you know, like, you know, here, you want to fight me for the belt here? I really hope they don't go that way. Um, uh, I think that keeping them together as a two punch deal is where it's at. He reminds me of Don King, like in Tyson, in Tyson's yeah. ear. You know what I mean? That big yeah. promoter who's just, he doesn't give a fuck about the well being. He just wants his train to never stop. And that's what I hope they keep doing. I, like I said, the only problem I have is breaking up of the hurt business. I think it was dumb, but. However, I think it was only a vehicle for Lashley, as I've mentioned before. I was like the Hurt Business, a modern day APA in that sense, where they were hiring them. Right? That was they—they they were originally there to take out that uh, that other group. They're you in know, the uh, business of hurting people, and yeah. business was good. That's what MVP it used to good. say. And I mean, when they brought what is that? Retribution is the name. Yeah, Hurt. Mm-hmm. The Hurt Business was the one that came and combated them at the beginning when they were supposed to be a mega fucking group or whatever the hell mm-hmm. happened. But um, man, they they succeeded that, but they fucking really broke them up super quick. But if you looked at the pieces in the hurt business, we loved them. We loved them all collectively. But Shelton and Alex Cedric really by themselves aren't very much quality, you know. Nowadays, well, if you guys have caught Raw, and not to go fast forward from night one, but at the end of uh, Raw, they had a certain group come in to beat up Drew McIntyre at the end. Hmm. Yeah, that they that. thought was a part of you know MVP's like, hey, these guys are with me now, but it was T Bag and the other guy. Oh, yeah. really? T Omar, T T T Bar, and uh, so it was the other part of Retribution. Like, yep, the two big guys. I I loved. Was it? Did he look like T Bar? Did he have that mask on and shit still or no? Yeah, that it was him and the other guy with dreads. Fucking scary! Like those guys look fucking scary. And when retribution was a thing, like I thought that was going to be like, oh wow, I'm fucking scared. But then it it didn't. But no, they fucked I, it up. I, I like the look. I like the look of those guys. They look good. So 
Well, that'd be interesting. No, I didn't see the end of, of Raw. I'm going to look forward to catching that, though. Yeah, they were standing tall at the end. And, I mean, it makes you think, because it was the Raw after Mania, that this was some kind of grand plan that was probably supposed to happen in the last year where a major player was supposed to be a part of that retribution group and they were probably going to succeed them Raw after Mania. It just looks like it all finally came to fruition today, but it was kind of a broken piece to put together of, you know, a storyline that's been being laid out over the last year. Yeah, I mean, so talking a little bit about WrestleMania, they had to put the brakes on a little bit when this whole pandemic struck. And and they kind of, everybody was kind of in a stasis. They didn't really move too many people around because I don't know if they thought, well, is anybody watching us right now? When you have to think that everybody was because there was no live television. But if you think about from the end of last year's WrestleMania to the beginning of this year's WrestleMania to the end of this year's WrestleMania, which is what we're talking about now, I feel like all the storylines kind of just kind of started, ended, started, ended. But, oh, we're going to come back to this. You know, we're going to come back to this when we had fans. So we're going to do this now, you know. Um, but I don't know. It's really interesting. It, it's it's so strange to be involved in a product that's something like this where, you know, something of a magnitude of a of something bad happening to kind of shake things up a bit where I bet you they were – comfortable and when those type of things happen they have to get uncomfortable and you kind of get interesting things happen so since we're talking about the, like that first match and you know we're, that's what we're going over at the moment what do you guys think of drew like what is our take on drew mcintyre after he got to the show and he tapped out didn't he he ended up passing out to the hurt lock right he didn't tap out but he passed but, out. But he passed out. So, I mean, that's For, his gripe, maybe? Well, you know what I, mean? No, I mean, okay, if you're a heel, fine. You can get that gripe. Man, he's a major face who passed out in a, a heel's fucking submission move. Where do they go with Drew McIntyre from now? I mean, I know they – did he end up winning the three-way dance? There was a three-way dance being put together where the winner was going to end up being the new challenger between Orr and him and Strowman, not to, he like, did. jump forward. Oh, he had, fuck, okay. okay. So they are going to go for it with another Drew match. Fuck, I don't want to see Drew again, really, to tell you the truth. <laughs> Well, um, personally, my opinion with Drew was I loved that push he was getting when he was like under Dolph Ziggler, and then like, oh, I thought maybe yeah, they could be doing that something was with nice. him and Ziggler. You know what I mean? Like, like Jayglo always throws this in. He he'll throw in freaking Shawn Michaels Diesel with everybody. He was doing it's that perfect. with Raquel, Raquel Gonzalez and uh, Dakota Kai too. Like he'll be like, oh, that's Shawn Michaels Diesel. He'll see fucking. Paul Heyman with uh, Roman Reigns will be like, oh, that also is fucking uh, <laughs> <laughs> Diesel and HBK. I could see it. Because, you know, <laughs> HBK and, and Paul Heyman have that receding hairline. Yes. It's, um, but, you know, I, I now Drew, unfortunately to me, is like throwing on a throwing on a, a Sheamus match. I feel bad for saying J- that, but God. J-Lo, <laughs> um, don't you just think like even WrestleMania Backlash, they're not going to pull the trigger and put it on Drew. It's another win for Lashley. And where does Drew go after that? I... I would think Bobby Lashley wins that, and I think you're going to see Drew McIntyre start going into mid card again. Yeah, uh, he's. I mean, who who else are they going to push? I think they're going to push Braun pretty big I, versus Lashley. Not to cut you off a little bit, but fuck, when they brought Braun in to the screen and it was Braun and Drew, I was interested to see. Let's see if Braun and Lashley how that plays out. I would love to see that. I mean, I'm not. They're not going to be a lot of fucking finesse holds, but that's two big bulls going at it. Let's see how they throw each other around. Yeah, and that would that could be a quick match too, right? Like if you had Braun versus Lashley, 
just you know, like you said, two bulls going at it, and that could have been a quick match. It's got to be, yeah, because fucking Lashley would have to call the fucker. Also, too, I don't know. I just like we'll go back to that first match, wrap us up here on uh, that first one. Uh, Lashley and um, uh, McIntyre actually main event at Impact a couple of years ago as a pay per view, right? I believe so. Yeah, they were the main event. So that match has come around the horn. Like, that's interesting. They're at a low-level promotion, and they actually main event the show of shows. So them two working together is actually a viable, like, commodity to showcase, you know? And they could always bring that up. You know what I mean? Like, they could say that they've faced each other. Yeah, oh, fuck in yeah. other promotions. They, you know what no, I mean? they, they don't even always... have to say other promotions. They could say this isn't the first time these two have met. Boom. They should yeah, have. They should have said it last time. And but they didn't. What I mean is, I just seen it around that they actually had a match. Like so, WWE would have watched that match. Drew and Lashley work together. They know how to work together. So that's why they showcased it at Mania. So now it makes sense. I was just uh, really shocked at the winner, and I was very happy with the winner. I agreed. So we could go and go down the horn here if we want, or we could talk about other things, um, because the next match was a fucking clusterfuck. Oh, uh, that was the Natalia and Tamina defeating Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, Lana and Naomi, the Riot Squad, Billy Kay and Carmella, and a tag team turtle tur- tur- match, easy for me to say, uh, to earn the title opportunity for the Women's Tag Team Championship on night two. So... D- did you guys like any of these women? Okay. What is it? Like, Tamina is so sloppy. Are they going to get over the fact that she's not coming across tough? She's coming across sloppy and old. Ooh. I'm sorry. She just is. She's not put. She's coming across like Naya, but not as put together. Like, they don't care. What is it with the women? Some women with that Samoan lineage in the division. It's like, they're, they. you know what it is? They think they're, like, entitled, I believe, my opinion. I, I don't know, but and I hate to say this because she seems like she's sloppy in the ring and all this shit, but Naya slowly, like I want to say like an abscessed is growing on me. When she was on commentary, she was pretty funny. Like when she was like, there was like, there was something like natural about her when she was just like talking. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. Now her moves in the ring and when she's doing shit, yeah, it looks like she means she wants, like she's, entitled to be there or whatever but i mean when she was talking and all that shit like i thought okay that's a little interesting but uh but yeah i don't know i don't know they all think they're the rock something or another but uh... well she's jimmy snooker's daughter the rock the, yeah. the rock the, the lineage is so thick and they all both have this you know such high opinions of themselves i just think tamina is super sloppy and she has been ever since i've seen her in the wwe this is my opinion. So uh, with a lot of these guys in the back, they don't or should I say these guys and these girls, they they focus too much on the uh, respect of like, oh, these guys are so respected in the back and they've been doing this for so long and yada, yada, yada. But they never, ever like they never let these guys brew their character like they never just let them like fester and try to figure out who the hell they are. Like every time there's someone out, there's always just a uh, just a, a variety of women wrestlers. I'll even just pinpoint on them for right now. There's so many women wrestlers where they just never let them just be there and let them create a storyline between each other. Now, what I mean by that is, let's turn the clocks back. And I hate to do this because I always reference this back to like the '90s, but like in the '90s we had Sable, 
we had Jacqueline, we had Ivory, and then slowly into the 2000s, we had Molly Holly, the cat, and all these different guys. A lot of those people, they had their own personas that we, even regardless as children growing up, you know, getting older, we all still respected all the, the, the women wrestlers in there because of their character and how they were brought in and how they told the story. A lot of these people, like you guys said, with Tamina and like all them, like, I, I'm not interested in watching them. I'm interested in watching Shayna Baszler because she's just a badass. I'm interested in watching a. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who else. Uh, uh, Bailey. What about what about Rhea? Rhea? No. Yeah, Rhea Ripley. She's okay. got some. Oof. She's got some like. I was gonna say she's different. Oscar. Uh, beyond, that's what <laughs> nah, I'm saying though. Like, say Oscar. <laughs> beyond, well, I mean, Oscar NXT Oscar was like, okay. all right, this is a legit badass. That literally because they built her that yeah. way. They built her as like undefeatable, she and amazing. she she didn't get beat. And then she got beat by Charlotte Flair. And I was like, all right. And then Charlotte Flair started hooking up with El Idolo, and then <laughs> she's like, all right, I'm out. Uh, he's gone. I'm, you know. But that's another story. But. But do you guys know what I mean, though? Like, they never let these people's characters fester to the point where it's like, okay, we got something here. Well, because like, they're using their lineage. Is that what you're thinking, too? Like, Tamina. Oh, it's Jimmy yeah. Superfly Snookas. And it's so funny because the way that Natalia and Tamina were billed as a tag team was they're not going to rely on their heritage. And they'll say that in the fucking commentary, that they're not relying on, you know, they're they're not relying on what got them to the table, blah, blah, blah. But then you see Tamina jumping off the top rope, doing her superfly s- splash. And then you see no. uh, Natalia doing her Uncle Brett's. Yeah, well, not even that, dude. Yeah, They're, they're doing like, no, no, the, uh, no the, the, the sharpshooter. <laughs> but that, another thing, too, though, is that they they don't want their lineage to be involved. But then you look at, the social media, you look at what they share and how they also just, you know, pinpoint it all. And it's like, they're trying to compare them to Owen and Yoko. And it's like, okay, yeah, our, our so-and-so relatives had tag teams together. We're going to do that, but th- don't look at that. But that's not us. You guys share it all over social media. Of course, we're going to look at it. Of course, they're going to be hyping that up. But it's like, Natalia's been in the game for a long time. I really thought that she was going somewhere when she was like doing those vignettes where she was saying, you know, I need some goddamn respect back here. Nobody respects me and they're going to earn. I'm going to they're going to they're going to have no choice but to respect me and blah, blah, blah. I was like, all right, we're on to something. here. That was a good promo. Probably the best promo I've ever seen her shoot. And then she does this shit with Tamina. It's like they and it's I don't blame them, though. I blame the writing crew because. You always look at what's written, and man, they could really go with this. They could really go with this. And the next thing you know, hey, you're going to tag team with Carmella. You're going to bleach blonde your hair, and you're going to start doing the moonwalk with her. And you're going to be – what is it going to be? Carmella Natalie or something like that. Some fucking stupid name. Carmella Natalie. (laughs) And it's it's, like I said, I don't think it's mostly their fault, but they could speak up. The, the, the choice to speak up now is there because now you have another place to go if you wanted to. I don't think – I think they got a cushy job and they're just going to take what a creative tells them too. You know, I think – I it's, personally think that's what – I agree. But if you also want to go above and beyond and you're really passionate about what you do and what you – your idea, what you have, which could definitely go over and they say, nah, you're going to – you're going to fart again on camera, yeah. daddy. And it's like, okay, well, fuck you. I'm going to AEW. 
Well, yeah, I mean, there's that too, but don't forget also, Vince doesn't like to put himself around yes man, yes men, and he'll, and he'll, but in the end, that's, I think, his favorite type of people to be around are yes men because they're just going to be like, yes, you know, yeah, whatever. He's you want. always, he's always been around yes men. But he'll but... say he doesn't like it, but if you do what you're saying, fuck you, goodbye, you right. know, thank yeah. you, fuck you, bye. There's someone else there to take your spot and they'll be yeah. more than happy to say, Okay, yeah, I'll fart. here's this I'll idea, fart. but you I'll know fart. you're exactly. <laughs> Ooh, me. Pick but, me. But, I mean, it could have been, you know what would have made this match a lot greater? What's that? If they made it a tag team money in the bank women's tag team match. They haven't had it. They didn't have it. You were right. There was one thing we were going to touch on is they didn't really have that many gimmick matches at this year's WrestleMania, right? Just the one? And it was a steel cage match. And that was on night two, right? Night one? Night one, yeah. So, I mean... Boy, yeah, that is strange. Uh, what, what do you think about that, Ben? What do you think about the, the lack of there being these gimmick matches or anything like that? I, I mean, I'm all for that. However, I think this WrestleMania actually needed the gimmick matches because it was so kind of, my opinion, lackluster. It was a middle, mid-of-the-road WrestleMania. It's not at the bottom or the top. It's kind of in that midway point. Cause and the I matches think they're happy all... with that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're just phoning it in because there was no fans, and this was their first attempt with fans. And it's just a different business now. They're a content producer. We've talked about this for Peacock. They don't really care as long as they're given the content that Peacock's requesting. You know what I mean? But that's like yeah. a different story. Um, I think that we would have been better off with more gimmick matches. I always wondered why there's not more uh, steel cage matches at WrestleMania. I understand there's the Hogan one at two. There's the steel cage, the the Hell in the Cell at fifteen. I think that might, I don't know if there's any more than that. I might be omitting some. However, the fucking one with Braun and, and Shane is another one. Like, why isn't there more cage matches? That's really, really interesting, you know. Um, but what we can do right now is we can mull over this and get right back to the answer to that. Because we're going to hear a brief message from our sponsors. Do you hear that? That's the sound of an ice-cold loco coffee. I always have one before I record wrestling or whatever because it's that damn good. Start feeling good about your daily coffee consumption. Loco coffee delivers benefits that go above and beyond the average cold brew coffee and is geared towards fueling your active lifestyle with all-natural, no BS ingredients, and zero added sugar. The added coconut water and maple water provides electrolytes and antioxidants for an enhanced, clean coffee experience. This is the perfect pre- and post-workout drink. Don't forget to use our promo code WRESTLINGWE for 10% off of your next order off of any Loco Coffee you purchase on LocoCoffee.com. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to our beloved sponsors. Now we have Loco Coffee, where you could get how much off? What's the percentage there, Jiglo? Ten. Oh, ten percent off your order. Uh, you just use that that uh, promo code Wrestling We, and then we have is that not five, not six. Not seven. Is it 15%? 15? Boosted Shades, man. Same promo code, Wrestling WE. We love 
bringing you those deals. And we thank our beautiful sponsors for hanging with us. And we're going to have more sponsors in the future. New season premiere, new year. I'm talking to a, a few businesses. Uh, and, I, and I know, you know, we're all out there. So we'll love our originals because they are a W&W originals. That's uh, Boosted Shades and the local coffee. Local coffee, just a little bit more because they were in with us almost from ground zero i want to say oh, i'm sorry day one day one oos. <laughs> uh but uh but boy man if you want to partner with us you just have to reach out with us on the twitters on the facebooks you know our, our handles we do private dms and we can set something up man you know just reach out to us and and we'll get you advertised on here man we could even make something since, man. that's what we would do since we're paying some <laughs> bills i'm gonna put it out there to you guys what do you think of that new logo Ooh. Oh. If you could see my face, it's doing that like that like uh, that that the, thing that the the O face. No, 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 oh. the thing that the Italians do they, where they kiss their yeah. their fingers. Bellissimo, magnifico. Exactly. But yeah, that was awesome. Uh, who made that logo? That would be I. And just wow. we just we just took a little something something from a group called the NWO. Now listen. If All rights reserved. <laughs> yeah, if we get fucking a cease and desist order from that logo for how good it looks, we'll change it. But I mean, right now, that thing for our sixty listeners that listen imitation to this, man, is the sheerest form of flattery. Yeah. So I mean, I'd, and if we get that letter, that cease and desist letter from WWE corporate man, we're framing that shit. We'll take yep. a picture and we'll post it up and be like, hey, they're listening to us. I knew they're listening to us. I knew they, they fucking are. Listen. They have to be listening to us. Because some of the things we come up with, they're doing. Then we'll name the like, podcast Wrestling Whatever Ceased and Desist Edition. That's it. That's it. The Young Bucks? The bum- exactly where I got it from. <laughs> My young, uh, On that note, the Squared Circle has a Blu-ray collection called the Cease and Desist Edition by the Young Bucks. Nice. I'll have to check that out. Cheap there. pop. That's, all. <laughs> There's a, that's a cheap pop. <laughs> right here. In Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. What? <laughs> but uh, getting back to our first night. Is that Linda McMahon? Vince, you're fired. I want a divorce. We got two Lindas here. I guess uh, I guess Charlotte's getting like some tips and advice uh, on how to speak with Linda. <laughs> Linda's backstage and she's like, you know what you gotta do, Charlotte? This got over with the attitude era, so do this more. Oh God, I can't take it. You know what's so funny? And not to peel back the curtain here, but I'm peeling back this goddamn curtain. And, oh, and I'm probably gonna get myself in trouble, but the uh, Monday night I had work and I had while I was doing my job, I had it playing on my phone Monday night raw. I guess it was so loud enough that my coworker is like, who the fuck is that annoying ass voice? <laughs> and I'm like, that bitch is on again because they replayed what she was saying before. I was dying because I was like, it's annoying, isn't it? Isn't she? I can't speak worth a shit. And it was when Charlotte was talking. It was just so funny. I don't know. Like, is she is she throwing it? Is, she, is one foot out the door with Charlotte? I know this isn't the Charlotte Flair podcast right now, but like this promo she did this past Friday, Monday which was the Monday after WrestleMania did not make me want to see her. I was like, what the fuck is this? I literally was in the middle of getting wine and I'm like, I'm going to just down this whole fucking bottle. I don't care. Cause like, this is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kevin Nash. <laughs> <laughs> new, 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 new world order. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, but let's get into it here. Now, we, we left the audience with what we were questioning before with the, the tag team uh, turmoil that was the women's tag team match where we had Natalia and Tamina win for night two, which if you want to hear that review, what we thought about it, stick around because we'll be giving that on our night two uh, edition of this, uh, this here podcast. And we cover WrestleMania part duh. But speaking of part Duh, as in duh. We had the Cesaro defeating Seth Rollins by pinfall. This match was after the women's turmoil match, which I thought the women's turmoil match was a let me up match. I felt like this match was a fucking let me up match too. Uh, what did you think of it, Ben? I mean, I I thought it was going to be so much more when I like okay. I went into WrestleMania. I didn't really know the card beside the triple threat, the Daniel Bryan triple threat, because that's what got over on the social media, right? So mm-hmm. um, this match, when I seen it, I said, oh, fuck, that's amazing. I'm going to see it's such a great match. And then Seth kind of just phoned it in and didn't care. He didn't even do the elevation when, you know, Safaro. 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 Come get your nice Swiss makeup at Safaro. <laughs> And then he did the thing that he does. <laughs> Cesaro like tried to elevate him and do that fucking uppercut. And Seth didn't even jump in the air. He kind of just fell. It was really a sloppy match. Um, I think probably five years ago could have been better. I think five years ago too, elevating Cesaro at WrestleMania would have meant something. He's way past the point of where you're going to make him into a star. I guess they think they're going to now. I don't know. Um, What's with this Cesaro push that they're doing right now? Have you heard anything? No. Well, everyone in the back since he's been in the company all doesn't know why Cesaro never got the main event push, and they've always tried to vie for him and vouch for him. He's the best friends to all the right people. No one knows why because he's vanilla. That's all the reason there I'll, is. You know. I'll tell you why. One thing: hand him a microphone. Exactly. Uh. The Swiss yeah. Superman doesn't exactly, you know, cut it up on the mic. He could he could speak five languages all he wants, but it don't make a lick of sense or it don't bring a lick of attitude to it. So no. speak all the languages you want. If you don't have that charisma that they're looking for in a superstar, I'm sorry they're just not gonna push you, you know? And and that's why that's I go back to this, guys, and prove me the fuck wrong with this. Everybody can attack me on social media. They gave back when it was Kurt Hawkins, not Kurt Hawkins, Curtis Axel uh, with Paul Heyman, and they gave Curtis Axel the IC title. They didn't give it for Curtis Axel. They gave it for Paul Heyman. Like, that was Paul Heyman's belt. That wasn't Curtis Axel. Well, because Curtis Axel couldn't talk with the time. Curtis Axel wasn't bringing the, those, that match into play. It was Paul Heyman talking. And they're like, well, we can't give Paul Heyman a title. But we'll give this nobody charge a title. Yeah, okay, I get it. He was Mr. Perfect's son. Uh, in that case, Mrs. Perfect should have swallowed. Uh, because God. I'm just saying, like, where is he now? Where is he now? Oh, oh God, no. he's behind me. He's behind me. Ow! 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 Never mind. Ow! He was good. He was good. Never mind. I take it back. Ow! 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 But anyway, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what happened? Curtis Axel. He attacked Curtis me. Axel. Whole... Damn it. He came. He came. He came. He came to where I live and he heard our podcast. Oh, no. He's, even is he a friend I, of the I show? I don't know how this was live. He, 
friend of the show. A <laughs> friend of the show. He's he's actually outside putting gas in Mike's fucking <laughs> tank. I him the fucking yeah, your basement, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I he works for Smithers uh, fucking <laughs> fuel and oil, and he heard him, so he came in there and chopped him up a bit. Why are they delivering oil this late at night? Anyway, I really thought Mike got taken out by someone. I'm like, what? I'm like, did, the, I'm like, did the missus come in and just get tired of it? What happened there? <laughs> yeah, she's a big Curtis Axel fan. So what like, a mark. That's what I thought. I was like, what happened? I was like, oh my god, Paul Heyman showed up, and that was it. Like, no, I was, I was, I wasn't disinhaming. Uh, I, I, I was just saying, you know, it was, it's just for that whole. Well, you took it personally, you were disinaxel. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> How did we go on from fucking talking about Cesaro versus Seth Rollins to talk about fucking Curtis Axel working for a fuel company? Well, I tell you what, Paul Heyman <laughs> was involved, so that's how we get there. Oh, fuck, that's funny. Um, Shit. But going back ah. to it, yeah, I, I, I think Cesaro's just, just a tad bit bland when it comes to the microphone. But the, the one thing that happened to him that was pretty cool that they could have rode on a little bit more was when he got his teeth like caved in. But then mm-hmm. you know, they didn't do much after that. Nope. Awesome that he worked that and shit like that and was still doing that. Like I couldn't, you know. Again, uh, speaking for all of us, I respect the hell out of all these guys. I couldn't do it. But I don't know. You got to know when you can and when you should just kind of be like, all right, I'm going to let somebody else do it. I'll just I'll just stand back and, you know, you guys could push Bad Bunny or whatever. Bad Bunny. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, so the Cesaro match was a dud in my mind. What did you think, Ben? You know, what I said a little bit earlier, there was one really killer spot. I think Seth kind of phoned it in. He didn't care too much. And putting Cesaro over now would have been better five years ago. So, you know, same difference. J-Glow, did you catch a little highlights on the match? Do you have anything you want to I, put in about Cesaro in general? I, I think you guys said everything that I was going to say. They, the push is way too far gone for Cesaro unless they put some sort of like Kofi mania type of thing on him. But I, I doubt that they'll do that. Uh, it's, with guys like that, I mean, it's the WWE is such a limbo right now with who they're pushing, and they picked Bobby Lashley, which was a good choice for once. And you know, Cesaro, he's just a bona fide mid carder until he says until he says otherwise, until he does something crazy, you know. But he's not; he's like that laid back, doesn't smoke weed like RVD type of attitude in the ring, and is just there to wrestle and collect a paycheck. I think Cesaro's working for after the WWE already. I think he's yeah. trying to be like, you know, I, I kind of maybe I'll jump into a trainer or production type job. And, and we need I think those you're guys. seeing that now. We know, yeah. definitely. Definitely. And yeah. we need those types of guys too. So, I mean, like the Terry Taylors and the Prince Alberts, everyone needs to know their place on a card, in my opinion. But, uh, I mean, for right now, Cesaro's in the best spot that he could be in when it comes to something like that. So, if he could pull off a fantastic card, a fantastic match at, at Mania, which I saw bits and pieces of that, and, and it looked pretty good. Um, he, he busted his ass the whole entire match, and he got the dub, and, and that's all that really mattered. But, I mean, he knows his place on the card. I don't think they're pushing him anytime soon. I think Seth Rollins is going to be roughly around that area, too. I think probably one of the better uh, wrestling matches of the night. And you guys got to think about it, too. What was it? WrestleMania 5 when it was Steamboat versus Macho Man? 
Like those are one of the the matches that everyone talks about. Or was that two? I can't remember. Um, but it's it's just one of those things where you know you got that, and everyone's gonna remember a really good match. Like everyone really always goes back to Macho Man versus Ricky the Dragon. But other than that, I think that's what we got. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then we ran into another match after this, then, um, which was AJ Styles and the debuting. Why is this guy like seven foot tall? Oma, almost. Omos. Omos. I was gonna. I damn it. I was trying to say his name right. Uh, defeated the New Day by pinfall, and uh, boy, New Day fucking job to Omos. I mean, which is fine, but fucking Kofi won the WWE tag or the WWE belt. Like it was Kofi Mania like two years ago. Yep. And he's getting squashed by a newbie. Which again. <laughs> Omos looks like he could fucking cave your chest in. And he moves pretty good for a big guy. He's not in like Great Kali like territory where it's that bad. But he's not like Big Show blown up either. But he's not like who's a real like a Bam Bam. Like Bam Bam could move. He's not there because he's new because that was his first match. How many times do you think he was training? Do you think he trained in the ring as much? As Bad Bunny did, absolutely times ten. Okay, okay. He's All been right. he's been in the NXT Performance Center forever. Omos. They weren't using him though. No, they, he was just there to learning. Which okay. and then they came in as like what the bodyguard that a WWE Underground or the fuck it was. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that was his debut. I mean, he's already been training. He's I believe he was a basketball player as well, um, which always takes me back to he's like Diesel and HBK. Um, but yeah, he is. <laughs> he's a bona fide Black Diesel. So. Yeah. And uh, let's say, I guess, AJ Styles would be the flat earther version of a HBK. Yeah. Two dudes with attitude. See, guys, it always <laughs> comes back to that formula. <laughs> They're just doing it, man. They're just doing it. I liked that match. Um, I, I, I wanted, you know, they did what, as a fan, if you just fucking turn your brain off, right? Which is what Jay Glow and I always talk about. Just turn your brain off, watch wrestling. Um, you were like, I want to see this guy get in the ring. Then he got in the ring, and I went, "Oh my god, look what he's doing to these guys!" Like, it, like my brain was literally turned off for that match, and I thought, "Wow, cool!" And that was it. That was a a title change. So they had the belts. Did anything uh, transpire over on Raw with them after they won the tag belts? Was there a segment with them? I didn't or? see a segment with them. If there was one, I'm sure there was, but I didn't see anything. Yeah, Jiggler, did you catch any? I didn't see anything with those two guys either. All I did see okay. was on Raw following up the New Day was talking to who the fuck did they talk to? Uh, they talked to somebody in the ring where they were like going back and forth with each other, and it was like, okay, I'm over it. <laughs> Turned off. You're like, all right, I yeah. get it. It's that same shtick. So mm-hmm. good, good job for these guys. Uh, hey, that's where I want to debut. That would be the, the end all be all that I'd like to debut as a wrestler would be WrestleMania. So hopefully Omos like remembers that and takes that in and he took it in and he, and he got to see everything and it was in front of fans. And so hopefully, you know, he just kind of took that all in. Cause that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Not many. Who else, who else debuted at WrestleMania? Michael Cole. No, Biggie. Cole didn't. Biggie did. Mm-hmm. Michael Cole had his first match, but I don't know. Yeah. Michael Who Cole was did. that world yeah. tag team champion? The really, really great world tag team champion who debuted with Strowman a couple of years ago. Oh, oh, that fucking, uh, 
That fucking kid. He yeah. was fantastic. Was Stop man. it. She was <laughs> so fuck fucking up. good. <laughs> Where, Nicholas? Where's Nicholas now? Nicholas. That's where we <laughs> Nicholas on the podcast. Don't Nicholas. give them any fucking ideas. They're going to be doing the next thing. Where are they now? Nicholas. Nicholas. And his fucking backwards and <laughs> he's, fucking... He's, in fucking, he's in fucking seventh grade now. <laughs> yeah. He's going through he's, a spelling He's going to be the Intercontinental <laughs> Champion next year. Yeah, he's going for that one. Paul Heyman's going to be managing him next. Wonderful. Well, then that'll be just giving another belt Nicholas to Paul Heyman. Nicholas did not beat up Michael okay. Glow. Or Michael <laughs> oh, God, wait. Wait. Michael Glow. Wait. wait. Here, here he comes. Oh. 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 <laughs> the sounds the sounds you're making <laughs> makes me really want to get Chris Hansen over to your house. No, wait. No, 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 no. Come on, no, take no, a seat. No. <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, on to it. the next match, please. Too uh, much to talk steal. about Nicholas. Oh, Nicholas. We're gonna have a Nicholas hour here on that. Go over his career, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> we should. I think we're gonna do this new segment. We're gonna talk about him. I, uh, I have resigned. <laughs> I have resigned. It's it's reverse. Uh, I'll never retire. I retire. I lost my smile. Oh no. <laughs> Um, we had the steel cage match, and we had Braun Strowman defeat Shane McMahon by pinfall. I think Shane has never won a WrestleMania. Is this correct? No, he, wait, didn't he beat Vince? Oh, okay, yep. All right. Then, other than beating Vince, I, I don't think he he won a WrestleMania. I don't think so either. No, I think so, he did. Did he win the uh, European Championship? Was that at WrestleMania? Yeah. Okay. So, well, I have okay. to go take a look, but yeah, I'll have to look. Okay, so I, I might have lied there, uh, but man, what what did you think of this match, Ben? Because I I like whenever a McMahon gets into a ring, be it Shane, Vince, Stephanie, or even Linda. I'm still waiting for Linda's debut. I think she's gonna have that coming. boxing match it's around coming. her house, and she's gonna really kick her ass. Um, but uh, could you imagine that? Wow. Boxing match? <laughs> Three rounds, head, just, just like, like... T and Piper. <laughs> Three rounds. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, I don't know where we're going with this. So, so Shane, you know, whenever I watch Shane match, especially at a mania, I'm waiting for that big bump, you know, and I think they did something where it wasn't him jumping off onto somebody, but it was him taking a fall, you know, and I thought that was an interesting take because that was a flat back bump off the top of a steel cage, which is at least 20 feet or 15 feet. So... Ouch, first of all, because he's pretty old and, you know, you don't want to be throwing your body into that when, when you're doing that type of shit. And a canvas hurts, second of all. It has no real give to it. There's some, but it's not, like, completely padded. So um, the cool, like, you know, pull pulling the cage apart, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. That happened a few times once before, but... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was there for a, for a gimmick match. It was there. The whole story leading up to it was really bland. And I told you guys, I told you guys that that was going to be a WrestleMania match. So uh, a knock one off for the M dangerously, mm-hmm. if you will. Yes. Um, but um, I didn't know they were going to go that way with the whole like bully bully thing. It should have been the other way around. If anything, it should have been Brock. Yeah, it's weird. Because that would have been interesting. You know? Well, they knew he wasn't Braun, going over. But Braun was coming off of it being a bitch. If you think about the promo leading up to him it, getting into Shane and uh, 
that other guy's face. I can't think of his name. The other, the other, Adam Pierce, the, the Pierce right? Uh, he, he he got in. Because I wasn't involved in this match. I should have been in the elimination chamber match and all this stuff. They could have just went the other way with it, you know. What I, and then they they should have had Braun win it. And then like you know, bullies always win. Screw you guys. Hope you all die of cancer or Ooh. something like that. You know, like wow. I'm just saying. Jesus they, they Christ. Been, left, if you want Braun to go over, heal. He was being a bitch. Beat the crap out of you know. Right. Bullies always win. All that shit. You, you know. know. Go home with that on WrestleMania. <laughs> Well, I will say this. In this match, there was a really cool spot where I guess Shane was like hiding behind the cage and then Braun like busted right through it. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, so that that busting through the cage spot. That never happened before, right? And if it never happened, that's usually what makes it fucking cool. So you remember, you're going to remember that. Yeah, I actually do remember that. That's one thing I remember from that night was Braun punching right through it and grabbing it and pulling him through. And I was like, damn, that really made Braun over. Yeah, <laughs> put him over in the off. Put him in the off. Uh, uh, ben, what did you think of this as a cage match? I didn't think of much of anything as... of it. I mean, the, even the bump Shane took, if you've seen, he did like a corkscrew kind of jump spin or something and went mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he did go um, up, yeah. It was what it was. I didn't understand that Shane's a bully. So is Shane McMahon a bully behind? Like, it just, oh, none of it made sense. Why did they bring Shane out to make him a bully? Because you know why? They wouldn't put that bully moniker on anyone else because it wouldn't fly. You know what I mean? Shane can be the bully and go away, and we don't care. But, I mean, it was what it was. It was a filler match. I didn't really think much of it. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, you're right. I think that's. I think that was something they needed to throw on the card because I think the future of the way this WrestleMania is going to be is going to be – they're always going to be these two night affairs, I think. I think they're going to do what they did with NXT now. Those two nights on Thursday and Friday, yeah. or th- uh, sorry, Wednesday and Thursday, that's going to lead into that that SmackDown. That's going to be before WrestleMania, where there was a Andre the Giant Battle Royal match that happened on SmackDown. That was the WrestleMania, the SmackDown WrestleMania, whatever. So there was actually a three night affair of WrestleMania, and then uh, they're going to have Saturday and Sunday be WrestleMania. I think that's just how it's going to happen. I mean, they're going to, they have how many employees do, wrestlers? How many wrestlers does this company? Have? Too many. It's over a hundred. I think it's like 149 or something like that. I really too think. fucking many. So, ugh, you know, I mean, they have back in 92, 93, 94, 95. Not, I mean, not even over 50. Wow. Wow. And that's why it was good. Because yeah. you had less than 50 guys that fucking could go, that fucking cared. I don't want to say they, they don't care about the business now, but they always, everyone wanted to be the top guy. They want to be the top guy. And then this guy came along. He's like, no, I'll make him. Oh, no, I'll do something <laughs> oh, with him. Man. Oh, give me him. I'll do something special with him. Terry Funk in but the like, studio. God, got Terry Funk. Terry I Funk. I swear to God. I think <laughs> and he did. With everybody. Shout out to Bob Cook, who did our one of our uh, interviews. That's his. He absolutely loves that man. Terry Funk is his role model. Oh, and not, not Britt Baker, DMD. <laughs> Britt Baker. But, uh, but uh, yeah. But, but like you said, I think you're right. I think then you have this one with like 150 or, or 200 uh, wrestlers and they all don't – maybe may, maybe we don't see it. They don't look like they have that drive like those 40 or 50 uh, men and women did back in the 95s, 96s, 97s. So, uh, all right. We can go on to the next match, which was Bad Bunny <laughs> and Damian Priest defeating – 
The Miz and John Morrison by Pinfall. Now, guys, I have a spoiler for you. I actually have Bad Bunny with me right yeah. now. And and he has something to say, which I thought was pretty interesting. So I'm just going to let him take the mic right okay, now. Cool. Does he have his Grammy with him? <laughs> no, he's got his poppy. Oh, it's not working. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> ah, did you get the joke? No. Um, no, I don't. he's not here. I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> I got bent over on that fucking joke. Good night, everybody. I'm going home. This is it. I'm just gonna step up and leave. Jiglo does not laugh, so I, I don't. Get he just it. goes, "That's funny." That's funny. That's, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. That's. Funny. He didn't even say that's funny. No, <laughs> so, no, not really. I have no yeah, idea what I'm the fuck is going on, on right now. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, no. The other spoiler I had was I did. You know, if you ever want to get in a. God, I guess if you could either be in a good mood, like a lighthearted mood, and take them and be like, "Oh, okay, that was pretty funny." Blah 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 blah. Or you could get into a mood where you thought it was like an interesting match and then you listen to him and you're like, oh, wow, okay, it wasn't really a good match. I guess from that guy who's been in wrestling for however long. I listened to Jim Cornette's podcast. And if you guys have a chance to listen to his podcast, I encourage you to because he's a, he's a good guy. He's been in the business for like since like Adam faced Eve, I think. So that's what, like way back when. Um, but you know, he, he wasn't impressed because he was like, you know, what's this 90 pound rapper doing all these moves and all this shit. And I thought I took it like a fan. You know what I mean? I took it like someone that really enjoyed the business. I'm trying to give this guy props. Cause I'm never going to listen to his music. You know what I mean? Like it is what it is. I didn't know bad bunny from bugs. Bunny, so, you know what I mean? Like that's how yeah, it was for me. Same. But I thought when he got in the ring and he did the match, <clears throat> wow, pretty cool. But then, like, you, then you listen to other people, and one of the people I listen to is Jim Cornette, and he's like, well, that's the closest thing they have to an AEW match. And I'm like, wow. what does that mean? He hates you know AEW. I mean? like, right. Exactly. Jim Cornette like, is just a fucking – he's just a he's spoiled old... fucking just bitter old man, which unless it's fucking the, the Midnight Express, the Rock and Roll Express, <laughs> fucking Federal Express, all fucking facing each other, <laughs> he's not going to fucking like it. I mean – I I really try not to. I've been trying really not to nowadays to listen to other people's opinions. I'm trying to make my own on it, but right, right, right. God, he's just so sour. Yeah, and and it, it just comes to the business. But then he explains how he thought the match should go, which is basically like how I bet you any money a thousand to one the the old timers that are still in the back were thinking the way the match would be, and they're like, well, let's make it different. Let's leave bad bunny in the ring more let him get some shit over he is basically booking it like how you would have normally seen a, a face a heel manager uh go against two wrestlers you know what i mean like it was the same boring style match where you know what i mean like bad bunny would get his comeuppance against those two guys and let i guess like his thing was he wanted to get damien priest over which unfortunately there was no getting damien priest over because he wasn't in the match he was in the match for like two minutes, but I thought it was a different way to do this type of match where you had a non-wrestler be in the majority of the match. And I think Damian Priest was nursing an injury too during this mania. So I don't think he could – he was cleared, but I don't think you know they wanted to extend him and hurt him more. He's going to get big. Mark I my guess. words. So so let him lay like let him hang back and then they'll be like, oh, remember that one WrestleMania where he was with that celebrity? Da, da, da. Now look what he's doing now. Like you have that lineage of that 
those history that because like, that's what WWE is good with. They're good with like looking back and the history and going like you know, I'm not making any comparisons here. And sorry to cut you off, but I'm not making any comparisons no. here. But no, Mr. T and Hulk Hogan versus Piper was it Orndorff? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but then that was a conversation we had. I think it was on WrestleMania night one or night two. Jay Glow was you and I, and it was uh, you know when you try to compare the the ninety. The the second or first WrestleMania and their celebrities they had versus our celebrities we had now we had fucking uh, Aaron Paul no what the fuck is that guy's name Logan uh, Paul good guy Logan Paul and fucking Bad Bunny yeah they're not they're not they're not uh, Mr T or Liberace or you know what I mean they're not nowhere compared them but they're ugh, I feel bad to say this maybe they're like this year they're popular Liberace? they're popular as you fuck. Know, they're popular now yeah and there's no donald trump back then sitting in the audience like there is you know what i mean well again donald trump was over back then. he was i mean he's over now <laughs> but i'm just saying he's over now in a bad way <laughs> but but i mean you know what i mean like the celebrity caliber you can't take that away from him no. back then you know what i mean he's sitting in the fucking front row so you know, i'll even go back dude yes ben was the last celebrity you popped on in the WWE? The last celebrity thing they did with them? What when were you like? Oh, I'm really Mike surprised. Tyson. That's okay. So is that Tyson, Tyson and Austin. Austin? Fuck yes. And and no one thought that was really going to happen. And I mean, Mike Tyson was kind of a sports celebrity, but fuck, when Tyson walked out on the WWE stage, it completely changed the landscape. That's the one that everyone should always remember. I mean, right? You're there's some right. little ones that weren't great, like you know when Bob Barker was on the Monday Night Raw, it was super funny, um, and it actually yeah, got over funny. too. That's why it worked because Bob Barker's mm-hmm. just charismatic. So that kind of like if he if I always oh. have been like not in the ring aspect, but if they add to the entertainment aspect of wrestling, I'm all for it. But don't put them in Boom. the fucking ring. Yeah, like I'm of Cornette's mindset. <laughs> when Bad Bunny stepped in that ring, Morrison should have starship pained him, and that should have been it. Over. You know, I don't care how much he trained. Morris okay. is a 15, 20 year pro. Like this guy's going to just train that quick. And they say, oh, he's gritty. He's from the streets. Make it a street fight then. They should have, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, they were trying to make that just a one-on-one against Miz and and, Mor- and, uh, and Bad Bunny. And I wonder if it was always going to be that or if they were going to be like, no, we're going to make a tag team try to get Priest in there too, just so he has a WrestleMania, you know. Um, but again, I could also think of them just scrapping that match and just having they could have had a couple other wrestlers who were deserving to be on the card rather than the celebrities. But you have to think that WrestleMania is also a spectacle, a grand spectacle. So it's not just where the wrestlers are there. They, they have to intertwine with the celebrities. And I think for this night, they used the celebrity properly. The second night when they had fucking Logan Paul there, fuck who the fuck is this guy? Like, and he's just sitting there like, who the fuck cares? They 22 million subscribers and he's fucking loaded with cash. He's such a fucking clown. But does he know? Did he know wrestling? Is he a fan? I don't think so. He's one of those. He's one of those fucking tools that like. I believe we were, you were listening to what the missus said. She was like, why is he on here? Like, he did something in Japan where I guess he was mimicking the suicide oh, yeah. forest or something there. Or... He, he disrespected something at that, that place. Yeah, that he's had, a like, dipshit, that or... guy. Yeah. yeah. He, he was fucking recording yeah. in the suicide forest. And I think there was a body That's there, what... and he fucking put it on his thing because he's so disrespectful. Like, right there, like, he was a, a dick shit. He should dick shit. He but here we there. are talking about Yeah, him. because he's such yeah, an asshole. Yeah, unfortunately. 
Yeah. But but then we we you know we compared him to like the jackass of jackass. You know what I mean? Like jackass never never disrespected other people. They hurt themselves. Mm, right. Here's Logan Paul. Just it's that 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 humor, which I guess we're a bunch of old people now too because we don't get it. But I don't think that shit's funny. Like I think it's funny. I don't know. I think I don't know. I just don't think when you're when you're taking somebody out of the element that it's not funny. You know what I mean? Right. Like being disrespectful, like that cringe humor. I don't. I don't kind of get. Like he does. He does those little. Like I saw something he did years ago where he had like a midget guy that he put in a suitcase and it flew him from like Virginia to California or something weird like that, and. Yeah, that was funny, but you could tell it was all fucking played out. Like they they paid mm-hmm. these people, like, hey, this we're doing this for a video. We're gonna get likes and subscribes and whatnot, <laughs> and they're gonna and it's it's not organic. That's that's what everything nowadays in life is missing. Everything being organic because everyone's out yeah. of ideas. Because you can hear it and it looks fake, and it's just like it's right. played out. To but the point too. I to go back and we can move on to the the final match here. And I, Mike, I want you to announce the next match, not as Michael Cole, but as Vince McMahon. Um, okay, if you could please. But uh, <coughs> the one one thing one thing I really oh, uh, enjoyed. <laughs> I know what you want me to do now. I just I said, oh, God. We're going to get fucking canned. No, we're this not. Like we're wo- season premiere, welcome back. We're gone. We're <laughs> canceled. But oh, no, we uh, – the one celebrity thing that I signed – it wasn't a WrestleMania, but it was a takeover. And I still think to this day, yeah. Pat, Pat McAfee <laughs> – as our, as our co-host, the Ben Wayne would McAfee, call him. <laughs> no, Pat McAfee, like I thought he he wowed me with his – like I know the guy's athletic as fuck and yeah, he's just a punter, but like he, like against Adam Cole, like they both that was went a good toe match. for toe. That was a good and match. I thought that was really good. And I probably that, that's different from, that's different from how bad bunny, you know, trained and shit like right. that. And, but like Pat McAfee looked like he could do it. And he said in his promos, I fuck it. You know what I mean? I have, I bought a like to make people pissed off. I bought, you know, a ring and I got these guys to come over and train me. That was one of in his promos. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like so, like that made him a bad guy. The whole bad bunny thing, saying you know I, I'm going from the street, yada yada yada. It's like, yeah, we don't see that. You know what I mean? Like, it it wasn't there. You know what I mean? But what I was trying to get at was the one, the more recent celebrity for me, and I'll move on. That did shock me, and I'm so happy it happened, and it did. John Stewart. I was gonna say that. John, that was that was the one for me. I was like, but but yes, I remember all the ones that you guys were saying for sure. And and Mike Tyson, big draw, big thing. Mike Tyson. But but recently, when you have a couple guys sitting on the couch and you fucking hate John Cena, fucking John Stewart coming up and stopping him from winning his 16th World Championship is like uh-huh. it's a heaven sent. It's a it's like oh my god, John and John Stewart's funny, mm-hmm. and like you know, like he got in an altercation and it was good. They used him good, very good, because they were building it up for, for he was doing shit for his show for them. So it, it all worked around really well. So that that's you know, and 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 when you're a dad and you have kids that like the product, that doesn't hurt either because that's why we see Goldberg coming back and all that stuff. So I come back, um, I come back <laughs> just for my son. I I want him to see me win a match. Is that Goldberg? <laughs> yeah, hi Bill. Hey Ben, you think you can make some cards for me for my Harley? It sounds so much like Goldberg. Yeah, it's it's like those two lines, and it's just Goldberg. Like he has to talk like that. Who's next? 
You're next. <laughs> did you speared? Did Jago get speared? Yeah. Jago. Yeah. Right, guys, what the fuck just happened? I'm concussed. Oh, damn. Jackhammer over. We had. <laughs> yeah, that was it. He One, jackhammered two, me another way, though, which I'll oh, no. never win 287. <laughs> Oh my God! You were win two hundred eighty-seven, Jake. Well, I hope you're happy. My man, not here. It's history making. Um, all right, folks. So, Jake wants me to say this, so I'm going to say it. So, don't throw all your hate at me. Throw it, throw it at Jake Lowe. Um, oh, I was going to do it like Howard Finkel, but I guess I could do it as Vince McMahon. Hold on, I got to get the ladies and gentlemen. The next match, the final match, was the main event. For the historical first night WrestleMania, where we had two black in the main event at WrestleMania, it was Bianca Belair defeating Sasha Banks by pinfall <laughs> to win the SmackDown Women's My penis, <laughs> my penis. That was how Michael Cole built it, and I yeah. and I kind of reverbed it as as Vince McMahon. There, he said the first. <laughs> female black women to main event or WrestleMania, which hey, sitting on the couch is a white man. I guess, you know, it is what it is, but, uh, but no, taking nothing away from that. I don't care if you're white, black, Asian, Hispanic, Puerto Rican, a bunny, a hippopotamus, a beer, a two beers, three beers. A margarita. Oh, that's Steve Weiser down. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Lowe had a Steve Weiser and he was drinking it at WrestleMania. Um, but, uh, <laughs> well, uh, but man, that match was good. That to end out the first night at WrestleMania, not even thinking of the accolades of who got where, how they got there, man. And the thing I want to talk about, not to skip away, skip in front of that match, skip to the end or whatever, but that fucking yeah. air whip that Bianca Belair did to Sasha Banks left the gash on the side hey, i didn't see till the end of the match but man that whip to, to make that it. noise right Oof. in front of you all those it. people to make a whip noise like that it helped but in order to make that whip noise you had to do it like you know what i mean so that fu- oh god that had to hurt bianca oh. belair is such a fucking bad woman and I'm getting over Whew. on her on her on her facial expressions and shit like that. The first time she did the pinfall where she thought she got three, I know we heart. I personally I harped on her for being like too emotional and shit like that when Me she too. W- won the Royal Rumble. When she thought she got that two that three count from that two count and she was all shocked like that, I was like, "Come on, you can I do love it. it. Yeah. Just get back into come on. it. Like, come, come on. on, you know." Come on. <laughs> so it was it was one of those things where like I her facial expressions. Her reactions, both of the women's, but like you know, it was it was Bianca's night. So I'll talk I'm, about Bianca. I'm just beautiful. I just want to awesome. say this, and this is all I'm going to say about the match. I personally, the, someone like Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks as well, two great personalities in the wrestling, mm-hmm. two great women personalities that they need right now, as well as Bailey. Uh, right. They, I didn't go into because that's one match I actually did get to see in full. I Good. didn't watch that match seeing two black women. I saw yeah. two – I hate to say sports entertainers. But I saw two athletes I'll go say at athletes. It. Two athletes fucking going toe-to-toe. And that 
and I know what the the narrative is in there. It's two black women main eventing. I get it, but like I don't look at that. I look at two athletes, and Bianca Belair is such a fucking badass athlete. It is unreal. She's so strong. She's so agile. She is the perfect package. Yeah, definitely. And, and the the women are the women. <laughs> are just amazing you know what i mean like right. it, it was just one of those things where i'll even take you one step further i didn't even see fucking people in that ring i thought i saw fucking robots like the the moves the the all that stuff was just so good like and not saying that robots could probably do it better um but i don't know where i was going with that but but like i don't know like it just seemed like it was they wanted to show up, it was cool. and they did. Organic. Like, that's all. That, yeah. It was very fluid. That's what it was. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it, Ben. What, what's what's your uh, synopsis I, on it, Ben Wayne? I mean, I know you hate women, no, so. Me? I, no, not me. That's not me. Um, I, I thought you were going to see the I love, man thing. Oh, I love women. wrestling. So if it was a great yes. wrestling match. Yes. I'm not really familiar with Bianca Belair. That was kind of my only Maybe four to five times I've seen her. I knew they were giving her that, you know, the skyrocket push to mania. She was going to be our champion Mm -hmm. by the end. I thought they showed up. I mean, that fucking whip with the hair was fantastic. But they had good chemistry in the ring, which is going to fucking make their feud, if they continue it, very good to see. Like, I want to see another match, don't you? Yeah, yeah. That was one of the few matches on this card that I would of want course. to see another match on. I want to see this Backlash WrestleMania pay-per-view. They better, like, they could fucking main they, event that one, too. They could be the, the You know the what I would like to see with one. them? 30-Minute Iron Woman. That's what I would like to see with those, too. Wow. Yeah, I agree. That would be good. That you would know, be really next, good. Go um, that way with them and have Sasha take it back. They should flip-flop it to SummerSlam, like, just both of them, too. And they could make a really nice wow. storyline. That would be cool. That would be cool, like, where they could use the belt yeah. a little bit more. I don't think it would get Not between two competitors. That, like, they did it with Flair and Steamboat, and everyone loved it. It was three classics where they fucking exchanged the belt, like, two times. You know, it was a fantastic 60-minute matches here and there. They could do that again. They kind of did it with Brett and Sean, but it was one match and done, you know? They could do it again right. over a summer, a nice storyline heading off into, from Mania, like you, you started there. Because Sasha and Bianca don't have a feud. That's just the Royal Rumble champion match. You know what I mean? So they can go or get right. it from there. It's sky's the limit if they go with that. Yeah, I mean, but I think they made it personal really quick, which unfortunately they, they could have saved that a little bit. You know what I mean? Because they got a little bit personal when when they were kind of going back and forth with each other, especially when they were the tag team going for the tag team belts and shit like that. Um, but um they could get yeah they could get more personal with it or whatever you know what i mean whatever they want to do i honestly like that was for the first night of a wrestlemania i think that that blew the card off like that was real good good send off for night one absolutely definitely and i think this will be a good send off for us for night one of our podcast all right right yeah absolutely um we could do all the credits at the end of the second one if you'd like unless anybody wants to give any shout outs right now no, i think we're good maybe we'll move on do them in night two i think that sounds really good okay well for jay glow and the ben wayne i'm mikey dangerously for the first night of a wrestlemania recap we'll see you on night two <laughs>